Welcome to Hendrix Fishing, home of the Hendrix Fishing Box and the Hendrix Fishing Splash Pack, jam-packed with baits from small businesses across the U.S. While you're here, make sure to check out one of the best up-and-coming bait companies, Third Eye Fishing, home of the Samurai Swimmer and Nico Croft. They also offer some of the great custom tackle to go with it, and even some of the best gear to wear while out on the water. Now talking about being out on the water, make sure you pick up some line from Beyond Braid. It's going to be the smoothest braid money can buy. And while you're here, make sure you use code FISHTALK10 and save 10%. Check out the hottest new company in the bass fishing industry, Third Eye Fishing. Since debuting their first product in April of last year, Third Eye Fishing has released several innovative baits, including the Dojo Worm, available in three different sizes, a finesse craw designed specifically for the Nico Ray, and a swim bait called the Samurai Swimmer with a one-of-a-kind sword tail, plus much more. All Third Eye baits are custom designed and made right here in the USA. And guys, make sure to check them out on social media, Third Eye Fishing and thirdeyefishing.com. While you're there, use code FISHTALK15 for 15% off your first purchase. Trust me guys, try Third Eye Baits and you will see the difference. And I just realized my mic is still muted. I got to work on that. But all I was saying was welcome back. Hopefully you guys got out, got some fishing in. Uh, I know Jeremy and I have been trying and trying, but God, we had snow and we've got snow again tonight. But then now tomorrow, we're or sorry, Sunday, it should be getting better, I believe. Hopefully. A little One bit. can hope and dream. <laughs> so hopefully everybody's get, getting out and about though. I did manage a couple uh, last Saturday, right before the storm I was like, and the weather changed. I did so. actually get some fish in before the cold front moved back in, and then we're going to get another warm front. So, But hopefully everybody's having a good week. If you guys haven't been paying attention to the channel, I don't know what you have been doing because both our sponsors are in the brand new Hendrix Fishing Splash Pack and Box. And, guys, I've got the Splash Pack sitting here. I figured I'd give you a little bit of a taste. You'll have to check in later on the channel. I got my unboxing video coming for you guys. We'll go more in depth. Well, let me get this sucker open here. So if you got the splash pack, you probably got one of the best splash packs I've seen. Well, not ever, but in a while because this thing is ready to go fishing. There's not much more you need. So first thing, nice little uh, sun buff. Always good to have there. We got... A code here, save 15% with the code below, third eye, third eye 215. Go ahead and use that code if you guys want. Or as you guys saw before, Fish Talk 10 and Fish Talk 15 on third eye fishing. Save yourself some. And uh, thank you for your support from Tyler over at Hendrix Fishing. Always love this little love notes there. And then if you guys haven't tried doing something like this before which i'm excited that i got this kit because jeremy and i were talking about needing to use this style of fishing some more this year especially with tournament fishing coming up right there man we got a drop shot kit comes with the hooks from uh, spear point comes with their little smaller dojo worm 
and it comes with two different styles of weights. So I believe the uh, round ball ones are good for if you're in the rocks, and then you got those cylinder ones if you're pulling through grass. So I'm excited for that. Jeremy, did you get a splash pack? I did not get a splash pack, but I got the box. But I do have a new rod and reel combo, and I'm going to be pairing it up with the Beyond Braid. So I'm excited to try that out, and I just dropped it. But, you know. Which you guys can also get. You guys can also get that Beyond Braid over at uh, Hendrix Fishing. Like I said, code Fish Talk Ten, save yourself ten percent, get some of the smoothest braid in in the market right now. But uh, Jeremy, good news. There's two hooks and two sets of weights, so we're going to be testing this out, brother. Sounds good. I'm excited for that. And like I said, we got wow, a little uh, little bit tells you this was a twenty one dollar and ninety eight cents retail value that I believe got for fourteen ninety nine. Does that sound right? So, and I'm starting to see, yeah, I was going to say it sold out. I'm sorry, guys. Normally I tell you, Hey, go pick up this box. Go pick up the splashback while you can. There's some, some still left, but guys, there's none left. Um, if you didn't get it, I don't know what to tell you. Um, (laughs) you're out of luck at this point, but I love seeing it. I see everybody hopping in and chat. Um, guys talking about how they're getting some warmer weather, working on boats. I love seeing that. Um, one guy saying he didn't get a drop shot kit, thinking he should have. Got a splash pack, too. Yeah, I always get both for that reason because you never know what you're going to get. But uh, like always, guys, I love seeing you guys in here. If we can get 15 viewers, which we're close. We're already at nine viewers, guys, so welcome back. Uh, I'm going to give a little bit of a Hendrix goodie bag away. So you definitely want to make sure you get some friends and family in here, and we'll do a giveaway. And uh, if we can sustain the viewership, maybe I'll just do it anyways. So, But other than that. I think the only other bit of news that with, uh, yeah, there's only one other bit of news and Jeremy's kind of just finding this news out too today. Guys, go check out the Instagram Hendrix fishing pre-orders 10 PM Eastern 9 PM central pre-orders go live for the voodoo frog popping frog, as well as the standard walking frog. Check out some of the colors I leaked on my Instagram. You're not going to miss these. They're going to sell out fast, and there's plenty more products from Hendrix Fishing coming down the pipeline that you're not going to miss. So I say without further ado, Jeremy, we get our next guest in here. You want to go ahead and introduce who we got coming? This is this is uh, again, this guest uh, we had live in Fish Talk when we were doing it on Instagram. Uh, bought some baits from him. Uh, I was blown away uh, by his age and what he's uh, doing and, and doing – well, we'll let him tell the story. Let's bring him lured in, Bates. There we go. Transition over here and get our... Guys, I'm, I'm really... I'm slipping today. Let's work better. Hit the right button. There we go. Our man, the myth, the legend over at Lured In. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Thank you for joining us on the live today. How have you been, man? It's been... God, it's been about over a year now? Yeah. I've been, I've been pretty good. I'm not at college, so you know it's a, it's busy, but I'm still doing what I got to do. Gotcha. Yeah, you were in high school, I think, when Jeremy and I first kind of ran into you, and uh, you were just kind of getting going in the bait making. You had a couple molds. You were just kind of figuring out how to, how to pour the plastics, how to kind of what colors to mix, how to mix them. So it was kind of fun seeing the beginning stages, and then now, God, I've been browsing your Instagram and. You've got a lot more interesting molds. We were talking before, and maybe we'll leak a little bit today. Maybe not. That's up to you. But I know you've been working on some of your own custom molds, which that's a that's oh, a we, big step. 
and uh, your colors have just been getting better and better from what I've seen. So welcome, welcome, and it's awesome seeing the growth, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it. So uh, I got to say real quick, oh, go let's ahead. see that shirt again. Because I saw this before you came on. This is, I was blown away by this. Uh, yeah, I might have to pick up one of those. New shirt with the bass, swim bait, in. Now, uh, I'm assuming this is the new merch that, that I've been seeing all over Instagram? Yes. Very nice. This is just one of the models. This is a larger logo edition. I have a bunch more styles and, like, hoodies, blankets, and more than just shirts. Very nice. So uh, where, where can folks go find some of this merch? Because, like, I'll admit so, that is a beautiful design there. The link in my bio for Instagram will bring you to my link tree page and the top link on there is merchandise perfect and guys i got his uh instagram right there in the bottom left corner of his screen at lured in lured dot in excuse me uh so go go check him out pick up some merch but uh i know jeremy's got a couple questions he loves asking these couple questions to all our guests that they're always fun it's always exciting everybody knows that if you're if you're a returning member you know what questions are coming so jeremy hit him with the questions i gotta say you know I got a different person sitting next to me. This is my niece, Skylar, by Welcome the way. Skylar. She's our uh, Jordan's just in the background to make faces at me and try to get me to laugh. <laughs> but anyways, let's get down to the business here. What got you started? Um, I mean, I know you got a lot on your plate because you do some other things, which we'll get into. But uh, what got you uh, into fishing and what made you uh, want to pour mold or baits? Uh, so what got me into it originally was I have ADHD. So my parents always wanted to find a way to just like chill me out a little bit. And my dad introduced me to fishing and from the day he took me, it just kind of stuck. And I noticed a lot of the stuff was like expensive and I didn't really have the money to afford it. And so when one of my friends got a lure mold and I made base with it, it just kind of like grew on me. And then one mold led to another. And then it was just a way that I can make baits out of my old ones and be able to give back to people who were started off like me and didn't have enough money to have baits because I was fortunate enough to get lures from other people and I just wanted to give it back and it just kind of snowballed effect into what I have now. Awesome. Now, oh, so, uh, so if I understood it, you play football, right? I do football and track at the college. So I, with pouring plastics, I know it's pretty dangerous. You could, you know, pour on your hands, burn your hands pretty bad. Does that ever concern you at all with your sports or, um, or do you just make sure you're all PP'd up? <laughs> so, what I do personally is when I have burnt myself and then had to go to practice, I kind of just like, you know, accept the fact that like, hey, I wasn't wearing the right protection, so I kind of went through it. And after the first time doing that, I was like, I'm going to start wearing what I need to wear. So then I started getting gloves. So I've been doing it a lot safer now after the first time having to wear gloves and catch a football with a burn. It was, like, not fun. So I made sure I was definitely a lot safer going to it after that. Yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. I was like, so I knew in high school you told us you were doing sports, so I didn't realize you carried on doing that in college. That's awesome. Was that – is that kind of was that just something you picked up in college in or is that one of the reasons you got into college? Um, so 
out of high school, I had a 4.7 GPA, so that kind of helped me get into college, but then colleges also were looking at me for football and track, so I was just fortunate enough to be one of the few people who could do both and get a good education. Ah, see, that's good to hear. Now, I know I know Jordan, you said sitting in the background there listening, so hopefully he heard that. That was You're a very intelligent, athletic college student right now that's also making baits, so it is possible. Not saying you have to be a genius, but... You at least got to pay attention in school. So that's great to hear. Now, I'm going to shake it up a little bit. I'm going to interject here. There was a Liam Reagan 13 on, on Instagram. Not sure if you know this person. but uh, Yes. I'm supposed to ask you, why are you so sexy? So I was in eating dinner with him after track practice, and he goes, and I told him about I was going to be on here. He goes, I'm going to ask a question just to mess with you. And then he sent that. I didn't think he was actually. <laughs> now, the real question is, is, is he actually in the live? I haven't seen him poke into the chat, so he's slacking if he's not. It'd be. I mean, I know I sent him the link. I know he should be watching. He said he was going to. If not, then he's right down the hall from me. So I'll make sure he watches the video after. You have, to, you have to give him a hard time. Be like, you asked the question. Where were you? <laughs> But, no, I love it. It sounds like you got a bunch of great followers. Um, and, like I said, it, it's been crazy watching you kind of grow, which has kind of been fun. Like I said, you, you started out making the basics. Now you've got some crazy molds, which we'll get into. But uh, Jeremy kind of asked what got you going in the business. I guess what got you into fishing? Just when my dad introduced it to me, it was just something that it just stuck with me, you know, like, I really enjoyed it, and once I don't, I don't know about everybody else, but that feeling of when you first have a tug on your pole, you just, it's you always want to go after that again. It's just a feeling you can't, you can't like give up. Oh, I, I feel that fishing, it's the worst drug ever. <laughs> just go ahead and ask my wives; they, sure. they almost wish, you know, they almost wish that I probably did have a drug habit because it's probably cheaper at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yep, TX Huntsman. I don't know if you know him. He's in chat. He said, yep, tug is the drug. <laughs> you know what? That's a good drug, though. I, I, if you're addicted to fishing, there's a lot worse things you could be doing. Yeah. Ooh, there's Autumn, Autumn Coley. How do we win baits? Autumn, very simple. Get your friends and family to come watch. If we hit 15 viewers, I got some baits right behind me here that are be, getting, be giving away here live. So it's real simple. Watch, comment. Enjoy the live. Pretty simple there. Get to 15. We're, we're almost there, so keep it up. Now, uh, I'm going to ask this question since Jeremy decided to ask the serious questions for a second. What's your PB? My PB is a 9.8 bass. Oh, jeez. Jeremy, we're gonna go, we just need to go sit down in the corner. Uh, Lured, hey, it's your it's your show, man. Good luck. Uh, have fun. Well, from Florida, so there's a little <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, that's like two of my PBs, my small mouth and my large mouth. I'm going to add it up. <laughs> yeah, I, that's why I like using bigger baits. I, I might, there's some days where I'm like, I'm going for size or for quantity. And when those days come, they they never fail. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, the biggest one I saw was six pounds last year. And for, for over here, yeah. that's a that was a big bass. So to add three more pounds. Oh, geez. I, I don't even know what that would look like. Now, it, it could have swallowed my head, definitely. <laughs> so, uh, 
man, since last we talked, I guess I've been seeing it on Instagram, but what have you, I guess, what have you picked up bait wise? Are you still doing just soft plastics? Have you gotten into hard baits? Um, I are you still kind of sitting with the same, is it do it molds that you, or who no, uh, I guess, which molds have you been working with? So I have been working a lot with the angling AI four inch swim bait, which I have one here. When I poured clear chartreuse cream pumpkin, a lot with the epic sucker, which that's one I've been doing pretty good with. And then of course the, the mander has been ever since I got this mold, it's been one of my, one of my top producers. That is such a cool bait. So show that again there is, so it's like a salamander, but it has a heavy, is it a heavier ball? Is it, does that ball float? Can you make it float? So yeah. Um, some people like ask for it to float and some people will just say hey i just want it on there so it's especially good for the upcoming spring you drag it along and there's been people who have already been you know crushing them like i had one guy order for a tournament nothing was working he threw that and ended up placing so i'm I'm almost thinking like for bed fishing do you just get something like that that's a big menacing kind of bait and you just drop that on a bed and that would just piss the bass off I like it because it's, it's long, but then it's very skinny. So you can also, you know, you can throw it in a lot more places. So I'm looking at that one that you held up there. So you you can kind of do some fun colors with that. I've seen some of your photos where you've had different color appendages, different color balls to different color bodies. Yeah. So. Here's one. Gold body, okay. black leg, chartreuse tail. Oh, geez. <laughs> gotcha. And then you said you can make the ball float, I guess. Without giving away all your secrets, how how are you making the ball flow? Is it a different style of plastic? Or are you adding something to it? Different plastic, floating plastic. Different floating plastic. Okay, very nice. So, yeah, that might be something. I also have recently got into painting baits too. Oh, see, that's up Jeremy's alley there. Yeah, I've been keeping an eye on it, and make sure he doesn't outdo me. So <laughs> I got to step up my game. He's he's learning quick. God. Gotcha. I haven't even seen those. So, Jeremy, you you said you've you've seen a couple of those hard baits painted. What what are your thoughts so far? You're you're the judge on this one. Yeah, he's posted up. He's posted up a few in the bait makers chat, and I've seen some on his page and stuff. I have some. Pretty quick. Ooh, okay. So kind of like a perch. Okay. Bluegill and some where they're more transparent. I would. Oh, the big swim baits, but I'd have to go get them. Oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Everybody Blind in chat up. right now is having a fun time. We were they're they're talking about different color balls and how their minds going to the gutter. So uh. yeah. <laughs> Every time I look up, I'm reading the comments. So if you see me laughing, I do apologize. That's uh, everybody's having fun, which is good though. Yeah. Whatever gets it, right? <laughs> Dang right. So how how long how big is that uh, that mander bait then? It is six point six inches, I believe. See, I that's I want to say it's a big bait, but like like you said when you held that up, it's a very slender bait. So it's not a very long, you know, it's almost like a long worm or something. It's nothing too crazy. Yeah. A lot of the times when I fish it, I'll use a darker one. A lot of the times when I fish it, it'll be the ball will be up, so it doesn't necessarily look this long. It's more about half the distance very nice 
but for the people in the chat here, they will probably like these. Here are some of the balls before they are put into the mold. So you, you pour you pour those and then you add it back into the mold and re-pour pour the body then? Same thing with the legs. Same thing with the legs. It's okay. wrong, but I think it's worth it in the end. Now, uh, when you sell those, how many come in a pack and what's the price? I do normally three in a pack for $5, but then I also do tackle box deals. So people will be will contact me and be like, hey, I have a $20 budget. What can I get for this price? And then I usually just throw them out there, you know, give a really good deal because it makes it easier on me. It This is what I love. Whenever they just say, hey, here's my budget, have fun with it. And I definitely start getting creative and end up throwing more than I should. Very nice. And that's what I find myself too. If somebody gives me the uh, creative freedom, I tend to do a better product because I'm not overly stressed about it. And, you know, and then depending on what they order and how they are with me, you know, I'll throw in an extra or something or put, you know, upgrade the hooks or something. You know, I, that's what I like. I like having free free run on whatever I want to do, you know. That's what I love personally, too. So, okay. and you get the kind stuff. <laughs> so, uh, Jeremy and I know, like I said, you kind of explained how you got into it, but we, you know, we kind of got to experience your true beginnings of how, you know, this was mainly, uh, um, where you know kind of where you how you started where you started it was more of a hobby but you kind of threw some stuff out on like you, you didn't even have a website it was just your instagram and like facebook at the time um and you were kind of dibble dabbling and even you admitted you're like hey they're not perfect but hey here's what i can do tell me your thoughts and that was the cool part is you were you were open to criticism knowing that you were going to get it whether you asked for it or not but you openly just asked for like tell me tell me what you think um and i thought that was awesome to where i could tell you they were crap and you didn't get all mad. You would just tell me, well, why are they crap? Or, no, I loved them. Okay, but why did you love them? You didn't just take the first answer as the answer. What I guess, what is lured in now? Are you still just the hobbyist that throws some stuff out there? Or, you know, what what, what are your goals now? Um, my goals now are just to continue to grow. And one thing I like about the bigger I get, the more I can do for other people like you probably notice I do a good amount of giveaways on my page. And right now it's I'll make baits and it's less of as much of a hobby because I have my both my sports in school. So right now I'm doing orders, but then I'll also make some on the side just because I can't just sit in my room and look <laughs> without making anything. So it's it's pretty good and I'm hoping just to continue doing what I'm doing and selling baits and then being able to give more to the people as I get more. Very nice. So I guess kind of like, you know, future question is future goals. Once you're out of college, is this something you want to take kind of to the next level or is this something you want to kind of keep through your life as just the, the hobby slash sell it on the side? Well, I mean, I personally would, like to graduate with an engineering degree so that's what be my main focus but i would love to be able to continue this and keep growing it so as i have more and more people who are getting baits and are following me and i just keep producing for them and then hopefully by the time i have a job hopefully with engineering then 
I can do more giveaways and give more away. And I was also talking about trying to make a program for children so I can like help them with learning how to fish, giving them lures and doing stuff like that. So just using it to give back because I feel like that's how I started and I want to continue to get more younger people involved and give back the way I was given to. I love that. I love that. I know Jeremy and I were fortunate last year. Um, unfortunately over under all the COVID protocols, it wasn't as big as what I heard it could be, but we were fortunate enough to go to a kind of like a kid's fishing tournament basically is what it was just a little bit North of us. And just watching the kids get out there and simple fishing just with a bobber and worm was just kind of fun. We actually went over and helped one of the kids and he wasn't having any luck with the worm. And I forget what, I forget what you threw on his hook, Jeremy. I think it was just like stinky, like plastic minnow. And he hooked onto a, onto a trout and it was just super excited. Yeah, it was just a little crappie jig and he was fishing worms and the bluegill and everything kept just stealing his worms. So I'm like, here, put this little plastic on and threw it out there. And he caught a couple fish right off the bat. And, and then, uh, you know, yeah, it was fun. My wife made t-shirts, you know, with my logo, we handed out t-shirts and, uh, I think the, they had a competition who had the biggest catch and, uh, they got like five or six of my baits. I don't remember how it was now. I, I know I gave a bunch of stuff away, so it was kind of fun. So Yeah, and in chat so. there, uh, Texas Huntman says he followed you on Instagram, but he was asking, other than Instagram and Facebook, where else can – is? do you have an exact website that people can find you at so they can check out your inventory? So in my bio, I have a page to my site, and what's in there is it will show you all the models I have. So it doesn't have the stock, but it shows you everything that I'm capable of making. And then you just shoot me a message. And the purpose behind that is I feel like I get more of a feel for what the customer wants when they DM me personally, because then I can make the lures, show them, make sure it's what they want, adjust it to how it is instead of just going through a website. So I have the website to show them what all I make. And then whenever they want to get lures, they usually contact me so I can really make sure I get them exactly what Very they nice. want. And then uh, Kyle R. in chat says, uh, back to what you said earlier, is don't, don't lose that trait. Keep paying it forward. And I, I agree with that. You know, Don't necessarily give the boat away, but when you have extra and you know it can go to someone that's that can benefit from it, keep doing that. It'll, it'll always pay itself forward in the end. So I love hearing that, especially since, you know, you're, you're not necessarily old or young yourself. You're kind of in that middle right now being a young college man, but uh, definitely love, love hearing that. So engineering degree. So with an engineering degree, does that mean you like kind of messing with molds yourself then? I like anything hands-on. So I've tried, I have some baits in my dresser that I've, you know, carved with wood. I have molds that I've tried with a 3D printer. I just have, just love being hands-on and love being active and doing stuff. So, so is there a lured-in mold yet? There is not yet, but I am working on getting a really cool silicone mold made. Okay. Well, I'm, ex I'm excited for that. that. That could be fun. I think I think you showed me a couple sneak peeks, and I don't want to necessarily give the give it away because I don't know if you've got any, uh, you know, what if you've locked that mold up to be yours. But this would be fun. I'm excited for what you got coming. 
Well, I have one mold that's in the works. That would be aluminum, but then I have another that I've been working on that I would try to sell the silicone mold. That way, a lot of people can have affordable ways to make baits themselves if they would like to try that. Very nice. Uh, Blind Night Fishing wants to know, what kind of engineering degree? I am going for an architectural engineering degree because I love building. I love everything hands-on, and it's been something I've wanted from a young child. It's always been something I was going for. And it's either out of that or being a fireman. And so I'm narrowing out my ideas right now and trying to see what works best for me. Very nice. And then uh, TX Huntsman, he's a gear junkie like Jeremy and I. He, he's noticing you've got our fishing rod in the back, in back corner. He wants to know what gear are you throwing? That is my pole. I had no poles when I came up here, so I had to get one. That is a Quantum Octane baitcaster. Hey, you're doing it right. You're a college kid. You're working on your budget. You get what you can. You just go fish. <laughs> I seen it at Dick's. Well, I actually went to, it's about a mile and a half away is water. So I went to walk to see that and then ended up two miles away at Dick's buying a fishing pole. Don't know how it worked, but hey, that's what happens. Very nice. So at, at your college now, are you living on campus then? Yes. Okay. I think that's what you said because you said your buddy was two few doors down. How close is the nearest pond or lake? The nearest one that I can fish at is probably going to be Lake Erie. Ooh, now you said you could fish at. Is there a pond closer that we just haven't decided to to just maybe toss a line in? Well, there's one, but then you're not allowed to fish in it, so. I mean, I'm not telling you to, but I'll maybe be telling you to to see what's in there. <laughs> yeah, closest to me is a couple hours away, but I don't have a car on campus, so it's a little bit difficult. And I'm in, I'm about over a thousand miles from home so it's a little bit difficult to go fishing but when i get the opportunity i'm gonna take it gotcha now real quick because everybody's chomping chomping at the bit for me to do a giveaway but you know what we'll do it we'll do that small pack behind me i'm gonna start the giveaway we, we keep talking guys it's gonna be a random number let me start this here it's gonna be from zero to a hundred and while we're talking you guys can guess and have fun because uh it's just going to keep going until somebody picks the right number. So I'll have to keep my eye on chat to see if somebody wins. Giveaway time. Start going crazy with numbers. Crazy numbers. But uh, Huntsman says nothing wrong with that setup. Expensive gear is a luxury, not a necessity. Ah, reading's hard, by the way. Not a necessity. Yeah. Uh, he's caught a bunch, yeah. <laughs> a, a, a bunch load of fish on cheap Black Max Walmart poles, just fish. You know, he couldn't say it better. I feel like I feel like I'm spoiled right now because I'm in a position where I can actually afford the nice gear I have. But I still remember fishing on Zepcos. I still fishing. I, my first bait caster was a cheap Bass Pro branded forty dollar bait caster that was garbage. But you know what? I learned how to fish a bait caster. <laughs> so, well, it's like Ricky likes his casking and his uh. Or ugly sticks, I think he uses, or Shakespeare. Nothing wrong with it. I mean, he'll he'll admit when it's hard for him to admit, but he'll admit when he finally uses a good piece of gear, and he's like, oh, "Okay, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's smooth. Yeah, it, I felt that." But hey, you got to fish on your budget, and well, my personal favorite rod I have is a little five foot six R two F fishing pole from Walmart. I don't know if I got like one that was just really good, but I've held up 
five foot alligators with it and the pole didn't snap and i'm talking like on a bridge so i feel like <laughs> the poles are, are really good this man's talking about five foot alligators yeah. and i'm just hoping to catch a five pound bass <laughs> and i was out in florida a few years ago and uh friend of ours uh he does uh he traps gators for hoas they'll you know contact him and he'll go out and get him and we we're catching them with you know weighted treble hooks with uh big fishing poles and it's amazing what you could do with uh you know or you could bring in a 10 foot gator easily with one of those yeah so they're they're you're not allowed to catch them per se but sometimes it accidentally happens yeah, he, he got special tags and stuff when he was there. They had to get him out of the – I don't know. It's crazy what they do out there. <laughs> one one gator we caught was on the backside of a tee-off on a golf course, and those guys didn't even know it was there. And they had their backs turned the whole time. And <laughs> Nope, not this guy. Sorry, I'm laughing because I'm watching the chat. And for anybody listening, we're, we're doing a – make sure you guys tune in live if you're listening secondhand, which is totally fine. I appreciate the secondhand listen, but – uh, we'd like to do giveaways from time to time, and I, I had a random number generator running, and it's funny watching some people's strategies. Some people are trying to go number by number, every other number, staying in a certain area, so it's kind of fun watching that, so I apologize for laughing. But uh, I, Who's getting warmer? Uh, I'll be honest. I don't think I've seen anybody warm, but oh, yeah, somebody got really warm. Somebody got really warm there. So <laughs> the best. we got to be close to like so, – uh, so anybody that is listening, that is watching this live, keep guessing numbers, join the chat, get your friends in there, get them to guess numbers. Somebody's be walking away with some baits. So while they're still guessing, I gave, I got another question for you. Um, yeah. When you're not fishing, when you're not doing college work, you're not making baits. What, what, what is your go-to? What do you do? What do you like doing? What's, what do you do to put your mind at rest? Sports and talk to my girlfriend on the phone. It's pretty much the only two things. So you're a busy man then. <laughs> yeah. Well, it looks like somebody did actually win. So if you guys are still commenting, go ahead and stop. And uh, let me pull this up here. We'll announce the winner real quick. Looks like our winner is Kyle R. Congratulations, Kyle R. Make sure you're following me on Instagram and uh, DM me your information. Uh, so I can get that prize pack sent out to you, man. Thank you for the support. Let me get back over here. So awesome, awesome, awesome. So sports, girlfriend, college, bait maker, fishing <clears throat> on the side. Uh, man, I don't know what else you can do. <laughs> Not much. I don't have that much time on my hands. <laughs> Man, well, once again, like I said, we appreciate you stopping out with us because, God, after hearing that, man, you, you had to literally squeeze us in. <laughs> yeah, I just – I had a flag football tournament, but I was like, you know, I can wait. Wow, ditching the flag football tournament for us. Well, I feel special now. <laughs> oh, man, that sucks. Kyle said he missed out on the monthly box. Kyle missed out on – super happy I missed out on – a monthly box. Oh, he's super happy he won, but he missed oh, out on the man. box. Yeah, it's unfortunately the box you didn't win was was not the third eye box, but you're still gonna get some fire baits in there. But uh, keep keep active on our Instagram page because uh, I do have an extra third eye fishing box that we'll be get, giving away on Instagram, or 
Jeremy, what do you think? You think if we can get a bunch of comments when this goes live later on YouTube, we pick a random comment to win a, a third eye fishing box? Yeah, let's right, do it. If we can get at least 20 comments on this after it goes live. So it's going to probably be live tomorrow on YouTube. So when the live ends and you guys are watching it secondhand, we get 20 comments at a minimum from individual people. We will give it away. You only need to comment once. Let us know your favorite bait. Or, you know what, I'll give you a bonus entry. If you guys can tell me your favorite bait that Lured In makes or a bait you would like to order, that means you got to go check him out. He's even giving you a hint there. We'll give you some extras there. Where's the other one? So, some, uh, just some ideas. There you go. So other than the salamander, any other crazy baits that you make? I was kind of looking through a little bit, and I thought I saw one, but I couldn't tell if it was crazy or normal. Any, any um, creature styles? I Personally, creatures are my favorite. So I have I have these crawls, which just have these monster legs. So I think that's kind of crazy. But I actually have a custom spider I have that I'm in the works of making a silicone mold of now. Custom spider. Okay. That could be fun, especially if you do a float style. Yeah, the legs on it just go insane. Very nice. That could be... I'm already getting ideas of how I'd throw that. See, I'm starting to get more into more in top water, so that, that would be fun. Now, I'll admit Jeremy was probably the f one who introduced me to you. Jeremy, how did you originally come into Lured In, and what kind of led you? I'm gonna I'm flipping the script here. I'm asking you a question as my co-host. What 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 led you to him and made you want to place that order? Or uh, I guess if Lured uh, In remembers this conversation, go ahead and chime in too. <laughs> I think I saw some, I don't, I don't know if it was on Facebook first, but it said, you know, I'm in high school. I'm just trying to raise some money. You know, I'm trying to, you know, get, get through sports and pay for, I think it was, you're, you're trying to get some like stuff for, for your sports. And I'm like, I don't know. You're trying to raise money for something. And I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm going to help, help a kid out. And, and I was kind of blown away by, you know, what you're doing and what you're taking on as a high school kid and then we talked and chatted back and forth and then you know and then happened to catch us on instagram and we talked and so i came across something you know you're trying to raise money to help get yourself uh, something when you're in high school probably uh, some cleats or something i don't know but uh no i thought it was kind of cool that you're uh, reaching out and trying to get your product out there, but you weren't asking for favors, you know, you're doing your thing, which, you know, kind of like Gavin, you know, it's just that mentality. And then, you know, uh, Southern Illinois base, you know, it's like, it blows my mind what you guys are doing at a young age and what you're accomplishing, you know, and your goals in life. It kind of makes me like, man, when I'm sitting in, side you know not feeling well i should be out making baits and you guys just grind <laughs> of course i'm a lot older but <laughs> you know it, it's pretty inspiring actually yeah so. i was gonna say res total respect for the grind because that's something that this year 
even Jeremy we've witnessed is I, I even had to sit down and basically admit that last year I was horrible at the grind. I wasn't recording as much as I should have. Uh, I would always forget to bring the camera, and that was a lame excuse. This year, though, because you guys, it's like, yep, nope, the camera's with me. We're going fishing. Oh, I'm going fishing? Yeah, I got a camera. The only time I don't bring the camera is if it's like, hey, I'm literally just going to dip out of work. I need to clear my head, and it's going to be a one-hour trip. But those are now just my time. But other times, it's, hey, Jeremy, we're going fishing. All right, well, there's going to be a camera. <laughs> I, I remember the conversation pretty well because it was very it was crazy to me and when you guys went on live and reviewed the baits i remember like running around my house telling my mom <laughs> telling my siblings hey my baits i i'm pretty sure i still have the screen recording from when that happened in my phone because it was like it was like a crazy moment to me like i didn't expect to be where i am now so the fact that you guys did that was like a big help especially because you guys had good words, and then not only was it just good, I was starting out, so you guys also gave me critique that I ended up working on and becoming better with what I did. Wow. So that was a crazy moment. Trying to make me cry over here because, man, we we weren't nothing back then. We I, I think Jeremy wasn't even at 1,000 followers. I barely had 100. <laughs> the YouTube page maybe had 10. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> Skeeter Chris, Blade says Skeeter don't blow up their heads <laughs> not too late he already did <laughs> it was just it was just oh well that's no, awesome you know I've been I've been painting for uh, three years now two years yeah three years <laughs> you know and I just got on Instagram started watching people's lives started chat with people and it's cool you know not a lot of people will have egos, you know, they're willing to share their t uh, tips and tricks and, you know, it's kind of cool. You get some people that are kind of stuck up about it, but there's more people that's willing to help you out than brush you off. And if we could keep, you know, pumping people through here, you know, getting people's names out there, you know, Kyle and uh, Chris and just everybody, it's, I find it fun to chat with everybody, pick everybody's brains you know get inspired by others that's that's what i need right now is inspiration you know and then i get too much inspiration and i sit there and look at blanks like <laughs> what am i going to do next because <laughs> you know there's so much crazy talent out there and you want to just keep like helping each other one up each other you know in a good way mm -hmm. so and like i see your painting and like you're coming along pretty quickly. The HC Lures is another one that's coming along, super young, just doing his thing, and that's awesome. Seeing you guys branch out other than soft plastics, I can't. I don't think I'm gonna get into soft plastics. My wife would kill me, but you know. So, so I have to ask then. I'm, I'm gonna ask Lured in first, but this this is gonna bounce back to you, Jeremy, also at the end. But uh, do you think guys like yourself, especially with you being younger? And there's plenty of you guys out there making baits. Do you think you guys could eventually take over the top and outdo some of the top tier companies? For example, uh, Softflax is, I think, you know, Gary Yamasutsus are going to be hard to beat out. But, like, I mean, do you think you guys could beat out Strike King? You guys, you know, people turn more towards the custom bait maker and less towards the retail guy. I feel like. If we understand as young bait makers that 
we're in this together rather than apart from each other, I think we can go really well because I know some people who make jigs and I make soft plastic. So if we collab on it and sell jigs with trailers and that can go big and it's just a fact of understanding like we're all in this together and if we can join together and really work towards that one goal i think we can make a pretty big name for ourselves so, so is that something you'd want to see though would you would you want to wake up one day and realize you're the top dog or do you like kind of be being that hidden secret almost um i mean i wouldn't mind being a big name and that's something like I thought about, like, hey, it would be really cool to be a big name because it's just it shows like, hey, all the hard work, like all the stuff that's not seen can end up for a really good cause. So I think that if we do end up having a big name then we can really like explain to people like, hey, what you do behind the scenes can really like make a big impact. OK, well, now I'm going to I got to play the devil's advocate a little bit, but if you become the top dog, then. Do you become just as bad as the retail guys that are at the top? Because, you know, they started out small, too, and were great. That's how they got to the top. Um, If I ever did get to the top, I feel like me as a person would never change. So I like doing, you know, helping others, and which you've probably seen on Facebook. I mean, I'm always helping other people, and I feel like that's a part of me that no matter how big I get, you can't change that. You can't take that away from me. I mean, because, you know, nothing gets you, nothing gets Jeremy. Like I said, I got to play the other side here for a minute. But, I, I, you know, if you and Jeremy all of a sudden become the tag team duo and now you guys are the top dog, what's stopping you guys from changing your mentality? Who's going to keep who in check? Because if you look at um, the top, top bait make the top companies, they, you know, they give back. They do the, they do their good job. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're also mass produced, which they almost have to be. So how do you keep, as a custom bait maker, if that becomes the thing, how do you keep custom custom when you get big um i think that once you start getting more into like the mass production being bigger you're of course going to have to get more machines so i feel like at that point then you're going to want to really work on improving and making more custom molds so more like specifically for your company rather than you know like branch off and i feel like no matter what like no matter how big you get, there's always something you can help somebody else underneath you with. So, and there's always going to be somebody who's probably above you. So I feel like no matter what, you always got to be humble in a sense. You got to realize like you where you started from. Well, I think they do, but I feel like a lot of those bigger companies lose that attention to details. As they get bigger because now you get so big and I'm, I'm kind of directing this one more towards uh, Jeremy here being a more of a hard bait guy. You, got, you get too big, and next thing you know, everything's getting mass-produced, mass-painted. That custom touch goes away. How, how do you feel you, if you got to that point, or you as a group got to that point, how could you make sure the custom touch stays there and it truly stays a custom bait? Or can you? I mean, I think one of the things would just be really making sure you focus on the quality of the bait. So make sure, like, the baits you're producing, like, you're just not mass-producing it in staying away from the factory like go into the factory be a part of the making it make sure you check the quality of the base before you send them out and just stuff like that i feel like is what can make sure you keep up with the quality like that's what i do now like i might make a bait five times before i end up sending it out and it's just all because i don't want to send out a bait that's not good quality so i feel like if you just 
incorporate yourself into it still. I think that'll be a way to keep making sure that they're good custom baits that are not just like you just throw out there. Like you actually make sure that they're good baits. Well, and to, you also got to keep being innovative with soft plastic, you know, find that like next design, you know, uh, just like blind eye saying, you know, he wishes uh, small companies would do more with sense and use oils instead of salt and whatever else to preserve their soft plastics. Cause I see him talking about that in the chats a lot. You know, you just got to find your own thing too. And you got, you got to do it for yourself first and then hope to get noticed. But I don't think, I mean, it's hard to set out your goals. Like you're just going to take off right away. It, it's, there's a lot out there, you know, for me as a, I, I call myself a painter more than a bait maker. I don't consider myself a bait maker. I'm not sitting there, you know, carving out lures and stuff like that. I wish I could. I just don't have the time. I wish I could pour. My dad's a mold guy, you know, I, I just need to sit down with him, give him some of my ideas. He could probably whip me up some molds, but you know, again, finding time, you know. So for me, it's just a little hobby thing. For you, you're young, you're good and into engineering, you know, and that might help you. Or you might go a different route, who knows. But to be, to say you're going to be big, it's, it's a tough uh, industry to, to take off. But, you know, say your goal is high, man. That's all I can say. So I, like, I like where you're going with my question. And then, Jeremy, I kind of I want to angle this question towards you. Um Based on what I've said, and based on how he answered, like I, said, I think he answered it well. So the way he, the way you guys were describing it is, you almost, if you got to that point to where you're the big dog, you're the next Strike King, you're the next, you know, Gary Yamioto. Because I can tell you, Gary's not sitting there checking every bait. Um, he's maybe on the design floor still. How do you make sure? Do you almost need to separate yourself completely, and you hire somebody to be your business guy? And that way you can stay in the bait making room because as we all know, you, you can't be two places at once. That that's a tough one. <laughs> Unless you're in that position, you know, it depends on how much you're raking in, you know, you can hire people to do handle stuff business for you. You can still be on the bait floor. It's just your personality, I guess. I think that's kind of the problem when you, when, you know, we speak with like lured in and other small companies is yeah, the, the baits are great, but I think, you know, you, you see all these other companies, like I said, strike King, mega bass baits are great, but you can definitely tell it's a mastery's bait. You lose that custom touch. And I think if you got to that point, it'd almost be too hard to keep that custom touch unless you were still, you'd have to separate yourself from the business then at that point. You, I feel, yeah, I feel like, one thing is, like, if you do have to hire people, if you hire somebody with, like, the same mentality and passion as you do, I think that'll make sure to keep the touch. Like, I feel like I've seen videos of, like, inside a factory and, like, really big companies, and they still have, like, employees who hand test every lure before they ship them out. And they make sure, like, if you have people who are dedicated to it and really, like, have the same mentality as you, I think that's another big thing to help you, you know, make sure that they're still custom, like, Mother Chaser, for example, they hand carve and paint their lures themselves, even though they're a big company. So I think if you're going to do anything like that, it's just you got to have people with the same passion as you. So it's like uh, Luca Bullshad, you know, he's still, you know, producing baits, you know, but he's got painters now 
that came from YouTube and Instagram, you know, they're doing his stuff now because he, he seeked them out. So, you know, that's something like that. Get my hopes up, you know, finding somebody that likes my painting to hire me on like that, you know, or like a pattern I do and make that one of theirs, you know, that's, uh, if you take, uh, this company, for instance, you know, Casey still paints custom baits from time to time, but he's still doing the business side. You got Milliken where he's still out, you know, research development, you know, prototypes. So I think you still got those guys still out there putting in the hard work, but I think it comes down if you're a designer or owner and you just got to like balance it how you want. Do you want to be more on the business side? Do you want to be on the bait making side? Like I said, you can always hire somebody when you got the money to do the side that you don't care to do. I think it's just, I think Lord is right though is, and I'm, I'm agreeing with you at this. Like I said, I'm not disagreeing by any means. I had to play that little devil's advocate there. I think you're right, though. You've got to find somebody, like you said, Mike Buka, for example. You've got to find the team that has the same goals, the same drive, which is hard because not everybody has the same drive um, and same style as you to where if you want to be the business, you can be the business and you know it's the other side's going to be taken care of. Or if you want to be still on the design floor, you know the business is taken care of. You know, and just like like you said there, uh, you know, you know, you find you can get a jig and you want to match up a trailer with it. You know, I'm seeing a lot of that with companies. You know, uh, you know, one person does the jigs, one person does the soft plastics, and they're making it work. You know, uh, pigs and jigs. I saw today they had some cool stuff. You know, dropping and you know. That that's what's awesome. You know, you talk about finding team. You know, you make the bait. This person paints or whatnot. You know, if you find your, you know, somebody that could compliment you well, that's how you grow too. So perfect. Well, I didn't mean to get all serious there, but it turned into a great conversation <laughs> piece. I'm sorry. I just it, we were kind of leaning that way. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to play the other side real quick. I was, I was curious to see how you answered. And I think you answered it very well. So thank you for indulging me in that conversation i know you weren't expecting all of a sudden the serious question but you handled it well that's that college education right there (laughs) (laughs) but before before we end i wanted to end it on a little bit lighter note um real quick to everybody listening on spotify youtube or what listening live and uh, i know since lured in says he likes to come back he'd appreciate this too guys please go check out my instagram jeremy's instagram or even uh, Hendrix Fishing Instagram. And at the top, there's an option. Uh, it is March. It is Autism Awareness. Please, if you got a dollar, you got 50 cents, whatever you got, please donate. Um, it's Autism Anglers is the program we're donating to. Uh, they're a great organization that gives back. Jeremy's actually got a little pamphlet there. Um, please, please, whatever. if you do have anything, please go click on one of those links and donate. Um it's a great organization. I'd love for everybody to do that. Like I said, if, if all my Instagram followers could at least give a dollar, that would help. <laughs> yeah. So I have sure autism. So I think that's a really good program. So, well, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going to ask, I'm going to end the last question really simple and easy. Where are you fishing? And if so, where, or do you got baits on the table to make? This weekend is spring break, so Friday right after class, I'm hopping on a plane and going home. There you go. Are you getting some fishing in while you're at home or just get a chill family? Oh, I'm, I'm going to get some fishing in. Uh, you know, my siblings, when they have school, then 
I'll take the van and go go out and go get a little bit of fishing in. Perfect, perfect. Well, warmer weather too, right? <laughs> yeah, he's he's got warmer weather than us, Jeremy. <laughs> e six, and I'm gonna look. <laughs> Perfect. Well, hey, stick stick in stick in the call. Uh, we're gonna let you go. I appreciate you though uh, for taking the time. Like I said, you're very busy. Thank you for missing your flag football tournament to do this. I hope you had a blast. Everybody watching, listening, please go follow my man Lured in. It's Lured in on Instagram, um, or hit him up on Facebook. Give him a follow. He's got some amazing baits coming down the pipeline. And don't forget, once this is live on, so you can watch it again. Please leave a comment for a chance to win a third eye fishing box that's from hendrix fishing so lured in we'll let you go man uh, like i said stick around the call though we'll chat with you after here but uh thank you again for stopping by thank you i appreciate it Woo. that that was fun and that reason that was fun jeremy we gotta watch we gotta watch somebody grow and oh, i'm yeah. gonna have a lot of that you know now that i got a kid on the way but it's just fun to see a business grow I think we're seeing that with all these people, all of our guests, you know, and let's just keep them going, you know, keep getting them in the spotlight. Uh, you know, 86 degree weather is not fair. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan's still stuck on uh, the warm weather he's going into. So uh, I hear him. I hear him. Trust me. I'm excited for Sunday. It's 60 something and I'm excited for that, but. Now, uh, for anybody listening or still watching, we do want to let you know, we'll make a post about this too. Uh, this is episode nine. Uh, we've got one more episode next week, which I'll let you guys know the guest. It's actually Active Catch. Great company. I'm excited to have them on board. Um, that'll be our final episode, actually, for season one of, of uh, Fish Talk, which I can't believe. It's already been 10 weeks. Wow. That, it, time went. So make sure you guys tune in. We'll have a big giveaway for the end there. I want to see people watching. Um, we're going to take a little bit of a break, though. Jeremy and I got to get ready for tournament season. Uh, tournaments will actually be on Wednesdays nights. So when season two pops back off, um, it'll actually be on a new night, new time. So make sure you guys keep posted on Instagram here on YouTube as well. And we'll make sure to keep you guys informed. But we're going to take a little bit of a break. We got to get some practice in. We got to get the boat dusted off. So make sure you guys uh, – <laughs> I'm seeing comments – Lured it, lured in back in for season two. Oh, it might happen. It might happen. So uh, make sure you guys keep posted. And uh, Jeremy, any any final words? Uh, just ready for uh, the warm weather to stick finally. So yeah. we'll see. Perfect. Well, guys, as always, good luck out on the water. Hope you guys catch something. And if you guys haven't noticed, if you do catch something from a bait that came out of a Hendrix fishing pack or Hendrix fishing box. Make sure you guys tag Hendrix fishing and I am forgetting what the tag is. Uh, pull it back up here real quick. Cause I'm blinking. Check our post. What is it? I said, check our post. Yep, yep, hold on. I'm checking my post real quick. Nope. 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 My poster. Wait. Oh, here we go. Hooked on Hendrix. Hashtag hooked on Hendrix. Um, and next episode, if anybody did make some hooked on Hendrix posts, I know there's been a couple people. I will actually feature them here on the live as a little shout out. So like I said, good luck on the water guys. And until next time, have fun out there.